is the start of the series that we're doing because uh, uh, it's coming into what is known as the holiday season. So things change in the church and people are going on holiday. And the series is called, now listen, if you're a parent and you've had little children and you've gone on holiday, I want hands up for everyone who's heard this question. Are you ready? Are we there yet? We have, David and I have three sons. We used to pack up the car because we used to go to painting every year. We get in the car, down the street, down the main road, just hit the motorway. Are we nearly there? Ten minutes in the car. So that's a word that we, we have heard. Are we there yet? Children, have you asked your mums and dads that? Yeah. What do they say? No, not quite, not quite. Go back to sleep. Okay. So who's been on holiday? Who's been? Have you been? Who This year, who's already been on holiday? Who's ready for another holiday? Mm. Who's still to go on holiday? Wow, everybody. Where's your favorite places? Right. Cornwall. Yeah. Disneyland. Who likes Di- Who likes Blackpool? We like Come on kids, Blackpool. So you can either have a beach holiday. Who likes beach holidays? Oh, just chilling. Camping holidays. You like camping. Activity holidays. Sasha, you like them all. You just like holidays. I love holidays, yeah. So this is what this series is about, about holidays. And we're going to go into the word. Father, we we say this morning that we love you, Father, for who you are. And we love you so much, Father, because you first loved us. And Father, we thank you that you think about us. And Father, you just bestow us with so many blessings. And thank you, Father. For all that you've given us, thank you for your word. Thank you for your blessings every day, Father. Thank you, Lord. Do you know, I love God so much that in his word, in in the Bible, boys and girls, God is not some big, angry person that, you know, saying don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, and is ready to beat you. No, he set out rules, he set out guidelines. And you know, everything that God tells us to do is for our good, it's for our benefit. And when we follow what God says, do you know your life is so much better? And you'll see, you know, in the world today where the world has thought that it knows better than God, whenever it's stepped out from what God has said, have things improved? No. 
So God for us has set out a plan. And that part of that plan is called rest. God wants you to rest. He wants you to rest in your working life. He wants you to rest in your spiritual life. God hasn't designed us to be warriors, to be full of stress. He's designed us to be peaceful and to rest. So I'm going to just bring some scriptures that confirm. You know, people say, and I heard this the other day and it stayed with me. They say, I believe in God. Right, so we believe in God. But ask yourself, do you believe God? I believe in him. Do I believe him? Do I believe what he says in his word? Do I receive that, what he says? So if we can look at the first scripture, guys, and it's in Exodus 13, and it's 21 and 22. And this is when the Lord led the Israelites through Moses out of captivity. And I was looking at the number that came out of Egypt. And I think in the Bible it's like 600,000. But if you work it out, it works out about two and a half million. Two and a half million people were led by God out of captivity. And he led them in the day by a a pillar of a a cloud. And then at night, he led them by a pillar of fire. And I thought, wow, can you imagine two and a half million people seeing this cloud? Must have been some cloud that they followed. And, you know, at, at night, I thought, Lord, why did you lead, you know, probably travel during the day and then, Whenever the clouds stopped, the people stopped and they rested. You know, when he led them at night, the weather, it would be much cooler and it would be easier for them to travel at night. And I thought, there he is again, this loving father. I'll lead them by night when it's cooler for them to journey. He loves us so much. But you know, when you're preparing for a holiday, and I'm speaking to wives and mums more than dads now, any mum that has got ready for a holiday knows that to plan this journey, there's a lot of preparation. Yeah? Now, you men, I know that you, you know, you're excited, but all you have to say is, have you packed my shorts? Are my shorts in the case? Have you forgotten anything? And the mum is like, we need this, we need this, we need this, we need this. And depending on where you go on your holiday, I know when we used to go down south, it was like, pack everything, everything. The car used to be like, the wheels were, because you have to cover all all weathers, 
So it was wellies, jumpers, mechs, t-shirts, sun hats and all that. So there's a lot of preparation. So there was a lot of preparation for the journeys in the Bible. But God had prepared for that. And he led them, but he also gave them rest in that journey. If we look in 1 Kings 17, there was another journey that someone took, and that was Elijah. And he had to flee from King Ahab, who was out to get him. So God said to Elijah, go here. Go and hide, and I will look after you. And what did the Lord do? He fed Elijah, and listen, children, he fed Elijah with the birds, with the ravens. Can you imagine birds coming and feeding you? You know, coming with bread and meat and like in their beaks and... But God made sure that Elijah had rest. He made sure that he had food and he looked after him. So that's who our God is. You know, he cares about us. He plans, he makes provision. But most of all, he wants us to rest. So if we look at Genesis 2, this was when God set the Sabbath rest. So what did God do on the seventh day? What did he do? Did he say, oh, you know, I better just finish that bit there. I've not quite done that. I better. No, he rested. From all his labors, from all his work, it says, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So actually he'd finished it. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Mums and dads, do you have a day? Do you have a day that you set when you have a rest? And I know it's hard when you have children. Now listen, children, there's a time when your mums and dads need to rest. So you have to allow that time for your mum and dad to have the rest that they need so that they can be playing with you when you want them to play. Do you know it's said that the average person needs eight hours sleep a night? How many of us get regular eight hours sleep? Anybody? Every night? I know it's hard with babies and to try and get the rest during the day, okay? I know it's been hard. How many of you have been sleeping during the hot weather? Throw the blankets off, one leg out of the bed, one leg in the bed, one fan blowing on your face, one, oh. You know... I was talking this morning and I said, us Brits, are we ever satisfied? (laughs) Are we? We don't talk about, we don't have seasons, we just have weather. You know, what's the weather? 
Tomorrow, now it could be raining and it could be cold. Not at face camp, no. Well, the weather, it changes and then we're like, oh, it's raining. Oh, it's hot today. Oh, it's really cold out there. But you know, whatever the say is, we should say, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. So I'm happy when I'm sweating in bed. Because, Lord, I could be freezing out on the street somewhere. So I'm glad I've got a bed, even though I'm lying here sweating in it. Amen. So God's instructions for us. In Exodus 23:12, he says, Six days you work. On the seventh day, do not work. So that you're up. Have you got oxes and donkeys back home? So that they may rest. I'm the slave in your household. So husbands, that's your wives, they need a rest. I'm not against, I'm not against husbands, really. They do their bit every so often, not. And the alien as well. Have you any aliens? So God is telling us he's covering a wide, wide area of people. He wants you to rest. You think he's getting the message across to us. Have you ever heard someone say, oh, I'm a workaholic? Have you ever met a workaholic? They find it so hard to chill. They've got to be doing, 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 doing. But in the doing, they're not doing themselves any good. So this is one of the areas, if you don't follow what God has said, and he has said you have to rest. So mums, I'm at mums again, have you noticed? When you sit down and you put your feet up, and you pick up a magazine or whatever, do not feel guilty. If the sink has got pots in, if there's dust on top of the telly, the pots will get done, the dust will get cleaned off. Don't ever feel guilty that you're taking a time to rest. Yeah? And husbands, let your wives have a rest. And wives, like your husbands when they come in from work, look after them, make them comfortable. Husbands need rest as well, so we have to give and take one with another. Okay? Yeah? I know some wives who have a list of jobs when the husband comes in from work. I need this doing and this doing and this doing. Wives, your husbands need to rest. Amen? Amen. I've not said it. This is not this church. This is not the pastors. This is what God has said. He has set a time. You have to Rest, okay? Children, going to bed. Do you like going to bed? No, I don't think you did. 
If you don't go to bed, you won't get your sleep. If you don't get your sleep, you're going to be grumpy. Yay! So children, you need to go to bed. God has said you have to go and sleep and get your rest, okay? Mark 6, 30 to 31. And this is one of those passages that I love to read about Jesus. And this to me is it's the heart of, of Jesus and, and how he was. You know, he'd sent out his disciples on a mission. How many of you have been on missions? How many of you know that a mission trip is not a holiday? You go on a mission trip, you can be tired and exhausted. We went on a mission trip, and I'm not mentioning the name of the person that led it, but it was, you know, we never actually took breath, I don't think. I think it was like you keep going and going and going. I mean, it did us good. It stretched us. I just want you to read this about Jesus after he sent his disciples on the mission trip. They came back from the mission. The apostles, the disciples gathered around Jesus. And they reported to him all they had done and all they had started. That's like a debrief when you've been on mission. And then because so many people were coming, coming and going, that they hadn't had a chance to eat, Jesus said to them, come with me, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place. He took them away to a quiet place to get some rest. He didn't say, wow, come on guys, you're in the floor. Come on, get a Red Bull or one of those energy jinks. Come on, come on. Have you seen the any, any, are they blue, those that? Get one of them, come on. No, Jesus said, come with me. Come on, let's go and sit, let's be quiet, let's rest. And you know, in doing that, he didn't need Red Bull or energy drinks. They recharged in the rest that Jesus gave them. So are you, are you so busy in, in the doing? You know, sometimes in ministry, you can get busy in the doing. And you think it's right, because, you know, I'm, I'm doing this for the Lord, so I've got to keep going. I've got to go and do the next, you know, and then... And you wear yourself out and you exhaust yourself. Jesus is saying, no, no, come away, sit and rest, recharge yourself, be at peace, chill, chill. So this is something that we have to do because Jesus said, So for my last thing, and I want you to underline this in your Bible, Hebrews 4, 9 to 10. 
There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. So rest is biblical. Rest is God-ordained. You don't have to work, 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 and do, do, do. He wants you to pull aside, to find a quiet place, to recharge, and I love to rest. Amen.